0: One of the exciting parts about Quarter 4 as a food blogger is the increase in your traffic, which means a new audience that you can draw in. The best way to do this is by having a clear and strategic freebie that captures that audience. I'm sharing some quick-to-put-together opt-in ideas for you to utilize this Quarter 4 and capture more of that new audience. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Hey, friends. Welcome back to an episode of the show. I am super excited that you are tuning in today, and I just want to quickly welcome those of you who are brand new to the podcast and those of you who are returning for yet another episode this week. And this is going to be a fun topic and hopefully a short and sweet episode for you to just take some really tangible ideas away from and hopefully be able to implement into your site. For those of you who I don't know yet, my name is Madison Wetherill and I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios. Over there, we specialize in building custom brands and websites for food bloggers looking to take their business and their food blogs to the next level. As always, if you are interested in learning about how we work with food bloggers and specifically how you might be able to work with us, you can always head over to graceandvinestudios.com and click on the services tab to see the different ways that we partner with food bloggers and the different ways that you can make a bigger impact with your website through partnering with us in that way. So I would love for you to check that out and reach out if you are interested in getting on the wait list for the rest of this year and for the start of 2023. Now on a couple of personal notes that I have been trying to share in each of these episodes, I am going to be coming back from maternity leave over the next couple of weeks, and I am just so excited to be jumping into working with some amazing new clients this fall. And just the energy in general of the food blogging space at the end of the year. Some of you may remember that we had... Been running a sizzling summer camp challenge over the summer to prepare for quarter four. And we're just finishing that up over the next couple of weeks. And really this has been what we've been working towards. All of this summer camp has been to prepare us for quarter four and it's finally here. And like I said, I just love the energy of the food blogging space. Yes, it's a crazy time. Yes, it's busy. And yes, there is a lot of work that goes into preparing your food blog for quarter four, but it is just such a fun time and I'm always super energized by it. A couple of other small things that I just wanted to share are that with it being October, I know for a lot of you, it is already beautiful fall weather season, but for us in Arizona, it is just now starting to cool off. And so I'm looking forward to some more time outside and getting to just explore Arizona a little bit more, especially coming off of having a pregnancy through the long summer and just excited to kind of get back on my feet and start hiking again and all of that stuff. And then lastly, my oldest son will be turning seven at the end of this month, which is just So hard to imagine and so crazy, but we're excited to be able to celebrate him. So let's dive into our topic today, which I have alluded to a little bit already, which is the idea of how you can prepare to capture a new audience that's coming to your site in quarter four. So let's first start by just thinking about why you need an email opt-in for quarter four. Now, if you don't have an email opt-in or a freebie of some sort for your food blog already, then this is just a really good time to get that set up. And we'll explain a little why in just a second. But if you do have a, just kind of a regular freebie, then I would encourage you to think of if there is something you can create specifically for this quarter for audience. And we'll talk about that a little bit. But Basically, this is applicable whether or not you already have an existing freebie for your site or you're just looking to create a new one. So in quarter four specifically, you have a higher amount of traffic, generally speaking, than maybe you have the rest of the year. For food bloggers, this is especially true. The only time this is not as true is for some healthy recipe food bloggers, this is going to be more applicable for quarter one. But even so, there's some time of the year where you probably see a spike in your traffic. And when it comes to preparing for that spike in traffic, one thing that can be super helpful is figuring out how you're going to attract these new people to your site and really capture them in a way that kind of brings them into your center circle and your kind of main audience. So a specific freebie, one that is designed intentionally to capture that audience, is going to help you create that pool of people and pull those people in who are your ideal audience. You're always going to have a larger amount of people that are coming to your site that maybe just want the one recipe and that's all they're interested in. And that's okay. What we're trying to do here with this freebie and this email opt-in is to create something of value that your ideal audience would be interested in and would sign up for so that you have that pool of people to really start to become those loyal and trusted fans of yours one final reason to consider creating this email opt-in for quarter four specifically is if you have something that is going to help your ideal audience your ideal person specifically in quarter four you're able to help them right away when you capture them on your site and then be able to build that trust with them so this isn't something that's generic that they're going to maybe subscribe for and forget about because it's not relevant to this time of year this is something that you are going to present to them that is going to solve a pain point that they're going to have in the next few weeks or the next few months, and they're actually going to want to take action on that and to listen to you during that time, again, rather than it being something that they might want in a few months. So let's talk about how you can capture this ideal audience. The very first thing that you have to know is what your audience needs from you. So we really want to think about how you can help them solve a problem. So with the example of quarter four specifically, you want to think about how your content and your niche directly ties into a specific pain point of the quarter four end of the year and the holidays. So again, we don't want this to be something that is just generic and they could use any time of year. You want this to be something that they're going to know that they need right away over the next few weeks and they're going to want to sign up for it. I want to encourage you though, to make sure this is relevant to your overall brand and your brand messaging. So this is not just 10 ways to simplify Thanksgiving dinner. It's something that is going to tie into your overall brand messaging, but is specific and relevant to some sort of seasonality with the end of the year. And I'm going to give some examples in just a minute of what those things might be. I just want you to be thinking about those two sides of the coin as we're going through this episode. One is that it has a seasonal or time-sensitive component to it. And the second is that it deeply ties into your brand messaging. Because while it may be tempting to try to create something that everybody wants and everybody's going to subscribe to get, what you're going to find is that that's not going to help your email list health in the end because you're going to have a bunch of people signing up for something that they're not interested in. They're going to end up unsubscribing or they're not going to open your emails, which is going to hurt your open rate in general. So we want to create something that fits both of those buckets it is something that is seasonal and time sensitive but it is very deeply relevant to your brand and your brand messaging because that is what is going to help you to attract that ideal audience if it's something that is generic and attracts anybody what you'll find is that a your subscribe rate will be much lower and b it's going to end up resulting in a lot of people leaving your email list or not being engaged because they're not your ideal people Another part of this idea of capturing your ideal audience is really understanding where they're at on their journey. So most of the time, your brand messaging is kind of this overarching journey that your reader is going to take through your content over however long it is that they need to be on that journey for. And when you are trying to attract that new audience, you want to be focusing on what step one or step two is in that journey. We are not looking for somebody who is at the end of their journey because it's not someone who you can really help. You want it to be somebody who is at the beginning stages, maybe they're in the recognition stage of realizing that they need help with this particular issue, and you're going to be able to walk them through the journey through your content to be able to support them along the way. When you're able to keep these different ideas in mind when it comes to capturing your audience, you are going to be able to create a relevant freebie that is going to attract the right audience and it's going to repel the wrong audience. Again, going back to this idea of being super generic and trying to attract everybody, you will end up not being able to know who your ideal audience is or how you can help them, which is ultimately not going to help you to serve them in the long run with your content. So let's dive into some specific ideas of freebies that food bloggers can use in quarter four specifically. I really want you to think simple when it comes to creating a freebie for quarter four, especially because we are at the beginning of October. Quarter four technically has already started, but for a lot of people, your traffic spikes haven't really happened yet. So I want this to be something that you can create in the next couple of weeks. It should not be something that will take you months to come up with the content and take photos for. We're really looking to create something that is simple because not only does it make it simple for you to create, but it also makes it simple for your audience to take it and use it. When we create something that is the 50 best recipes you've ever created, nobody is going to spend the time to actually go through those. So they're not going to get the value out of them. So we want to create something that is really fast for you to pull together because it's so in line with your brand expertise that it's just second nature to create it, but it's also really easy to consume and digest for your audience. So I'm going to run through 10 examples. If you need a visual of this, then, or you need to read through this, make sure you go over to the show notes, click on the blog post so that you can actually read these. And I'm going to try my best to give some specific holiday or quarter four examples as they come to me. But I do have this also listed in a really, really old episode. It was episode 11, where I talked about how to design an email freebie. And I gave some really specific examples of each of these types of freebies that you could do. So you can always go back and reference that. Again, that was episode 11. You can go back to the blog post and read that. But for now, let's just run through 10 examples and I want you to just take whichever few maybe stand out to you, write them down, and then spend some time just thinking about what that content might look like. Number one is a checklist. This could be something that is, again, specific to your brand. If you can tie it into some sort of seasonality, maybe it is your fall baking checklist of must have, pantry items. Maybe it's something that is more specific to your brand, but you can tie it into a holiday that's coming up that is relevant for your brand. Number two is to share some sort of a hack or time-saving tip. Again, this can be relevant to your brand itself, or it could be something that is a hack for getting through the holidays when it comes to your brand specifically. The third is probably one of my favorites in terms of things that you can pull together really quickly, and that is an email series. This does not have to be a 20-part email series. This can be a three-step email series for mastering your Thanksgiving dinner or a three-step series to making your own holiday cocktails. Four is to create a meal plan. This is something that I don't know would be as relevant and specific to the holidays itself, but maybe as a health food blogger, you might create this for quarter one and make it a seven day series to healthy eating in the new year, something like that. Number five, this is my least favorite, which if you guys have heard me talk about freebies in general, you probably know this, but a recipe ebook, while this is not my favorite when it comes to being strategic and intentional with a freebie, it is one that is very easy to pull together because there are templates out there and it is something where the content already exists for you on your site most likely. So it's better than nothing, but it would be at the bottom of my list in terms of strategic and relevant freebies to really attract your ideal audience. Number six is some sort of a swap list. So this could be gluten-free swaps to make it through Christmas or something like that, that again, would be relevant to your brand, but you could tie a holiday or seasonal aspect to it. Number seven is a cuisine guide. So this could be either a cuisine or a holiday guide. We'll say that. So it could be something like your guide to kid-friendly meals over the holidays or kid-friendly Asian recipes. Number eight is to put together some sort of a timeline that helps your people. So this could be a Thanksgiving timeline of how to prepare to host Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe you are laying out the steps that someone would need to take and the order of operations that they would need to take in order to host their first Thanksgiving dinner. Number nine could be a holiday menu. So this ties in really well to the seasonality of the holidays, but maybe you are giving people a ready-to-go holiday menu and timeline, and maybe it even includes a grocery list. Again, that one you're kind of getting into the elements of maybe having a little bit too much, but I think because this is so valuable and someone will use it right away, it is something that can be a little bit bigger, but again, I want it to be something that you can create. In just a few hours of time, it's not gonna take you weeks, let alone months, to be able to create that. Number 10 is some sort of a printable. So this could be substitutions that someone might need for the holiday season. Maybe it is a conversion table from you know one type of measurement to another. Maybe it is some sort of a cheat sheet or checklist for somebody that they can just print off and use. So again, for each of these ideas, all of these should be something that you should be able to pull together from your knowledge and expertise within just a few hours. Now, as just a couple of things to mention and tips for creating this, I would recommend first coming up with the content apart from the design aspect, because more than likely for you, the content side is going to come easier than the design side will. And oftentimes it's really hard to design something when you don't know what the content is going to be yet. We do this for our clients a lot where we create templates, but we even then with being design experts, we still have to understand what the content is going to be, how long, how many words it's gonna be, how many images there's going to be, all of that type of stuff. And so for you, I would recommend just creating this on a scratch piece of paper or in a Google Doc, something where you're able to just get all of your ideas out, then you can refine it down to what needs to actually go into the downloadable PDF that you're gonna create. I would highly recommend using Canva for this, not only because it's very easy to use from a design perspective, but it will also make it easy for you to reuse this in the future as a template for another freebie that you might want to create. And then again, lastly, just give yourself a really strict deadline on when you want this to be done by. So again, we're at the beginning of October. So say by the end of October or maybe even the middle of October, you're going to have this done and put up on your website. Don't get too overwhelmed with all of the different automations and things that you could do with this. Just keep it really simple and make it be something that is just effective to getting people on your email list. And then next year when it comes back around, you can reevaluate, make it a little bit more complicated if you need to. But oftentimes with these types of things, simple is really the best answer. So what do you need to do after quarter four with these new audience members that you have. So first of all, if your freebie is very specific to quarter four, like we have been talking about, you're going to want to change it out to be something that is a little bit more generic or is maybe still seasonal, but is more relevant to quarter one instead of quarter four. That's definitely something that you'll want to put on your to-do list for the beginning of the year. It does not have to be done, you know, New Year's Day or anything like that, but I would say within the first week or two of January, switching that out is definitely a really good idea. Apart from that though, with your new audience that you have now brought into your circle a couple of things that you're going to want to keep in mind with this new audience first i would make sure that you are emailing this audience specifically during the holidays with your best holiday content now this can apply to all of your audience and your whole email list but what i would recommend is just making sure that that audience in particular is at least getting that best of holiday content and keep it focused on what you're helping them with. So whatever that initial struggle was that you are helping them to overcome during the holiday season, share the content that you have on your site that is relevant to that. And even better is to make sure that the language you're using throughout your email is really highlighting on those things. You are really highlighting the struggles that they're having and how this recipe or blog post is going to help them. Then after your holiday content series is done, I would recommend doing a mini welcome series at the beginning of the new year. So this is something that you're going to reintroduce yourself, remind them why they signed up, which is again going to be that struggle that you're helping them with, and focus in on that brand messaging that you want someone to understand about your brand. Someone who is newer to your brand and you just want to make sure it is clear to them what your website and your brand is all about. And if you have another freebie that you can offer them, something that again is more generic or is just a little bit less of the holiday specific, then go ahead and give them that at the end of that welcome series as well. After you've done that, so you've kind of prepped them through the holidays, you've helped and supported them throughout the holidays, you've done this mini welcome series, now you can just move them into your regular email series or weekly emails that you send out after the first few weeks of the new year. It's going to let all of the holiday hustle and bustle settle down. It's going to give you an opportunity to remind them who you are and why they subscribed in the first place. And then you're going to just put them into your regular audience and continue doing what you're doing with them through email marketing. I would absolutely love to hear from you guys, to hear which of these examples of freebies you are going to work on. I would love to have you come over to Instagram at Grace and Vine and share them with me. Reply to my emails if you get this email and that's how you're listening to this episode. I would love to hear which of these examples you're going to run with. And I hope that one of these stood out as something that would be easy for you to create. I would encourage you to not overthink this and to just take action, get it done, and as you are thinking about your ideal audience in mind as you're creating this, I promise it is going to be something of value that your readers are going to want and that is really going to support them and help them in whatever it is that they are struggling with. And as I mentioned earlier, if you need to read through those 10 examples again, then I would encourage you to go over to the show notes in your podcast player and then click over to the blog post so that you can read through these examples that will kind of give you more of an idea of what you might want to create. And with that, friends, I will talk to you next week for the next episode of The Vine Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to thevinepodcast.com. Talk soon.